Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Ed Birdsolt, Jake Simone. Jake, happy Saturday. And most importantly, welcome to the mailbag, the week five mailbag. It's good to be back. These weeks, they're just going. They are. They're going. They are. It's actually really, really, really sad. It's it's going to be Christmas soon. Before we know it, it's oh going God. to be snowing outside. And yeah. What are we going to do? You I don't get know. Christmas gifts for people that you don't fucking like. I don't know, man. Oh, God. That's that's a, that's a scary thought. I mean, at least at least uh, today we were recording this on Thursday, but at least today is nice. It's a nice day outside. It's a very nice it is, day. It is. It's supposed to be yeah. a nice weekend and whatnot too. So yes, yes. I mean, ideally, I would love for it to rain on Sunday, because who doesn't love a nice rainy Sunday, especially during football football season? But it's not going to. Yeah, we kind of had that week one. We had that last week. It rained last week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I stepped outside my house. <laughs> well, that's Wouldn't that's know. how it should that's how it should be on a Sunday. Um, so before we get into anything, we have to go through some news and notes, and we have to give our Thursday picks for tonight to see uh, whether or not who knows their shit about Thursday night football. I am four and zero in these games. Jake is two and two. So, Jake, between the Indianapolis Colts and Denver Broncos, who wins tonight? I don't love it because I think both these teams I can't really predict too well, but I have to go with the Broncos at home. No Jonathan Taylor kind of swayed my opinion. I really don't see how the Colts are able to move the ball tonight. The Broncos' defense is at least playing well. Don't really trust Russell Wilson, but I think the Broncos win a low-scoring, messy game. Uh, score. Score. Give me the Broncos. Twenty to thirteen. Give me the Denver Broncos. Twenty four twenty. Okay. Twenty four twenty. They win the game, but it's not going to be very pretty. This is not. This is not the game where you sit back and you marvel at the quality of football that you are about to watch. Yeah, this is bad. This is very, 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 very bad. bad. Well, well, we are going to see who is correct. Well, we're going to see if we're both correct, considering we both are taking uh, Denver for this game. All right, some some news and notes. We're going to look at some of the injuries and uh, hopefully give you the best injury information to help you make your lineup. So Alvin Kamara, we'll start with the Saints. Alvin Kamara says he is going to be out there in week five against the Seattle Seahawks. Jake, are you starting Alvin Kamara? Have to. Sticking with the Saints, Jameis Winston, Michael Thomas both did not practice. Jameis dealing with the back injury and Michael Thomas dealing with the toe injury. Both are not looking likely for this game. DeAndre Swift is likely out in week five and could be back in week seven when Detroit takes on the Cowboys. Julio Jones did practice Thursday. He is dealing with a knee injury. Same with Chris Godwin, both practiced on Thursday. Cameron Bright, however, did not practice Thursday. He is dealing with a concussion. Tom Brady did return to practice for the usual rest day that he has on Wednesdays. 
Jahan Dotson, not a surprise, did not practice Thursday after not practicing on Wednesday with the Washington Commanders. He most likely will miss the next couple of weeks with a hamstring injury. Curtis Samuel, another DNP for the Washington Commanders receiving core. Curtis Samuel did not practice on Thursday with an illness. Definitely check the injury reports over the next couple of days to make sure that Curtis Samuel is going to play. But I would say if he's sick, more than likely he's going to play on Sunday, I would think. Right, Jake? Yeah, I'd say so. Tyrod Taylor is traveling with the New York Giants to London, and there is a possibility that he is going to play, given that he has made substantial enough progress through the league's concussion protocols to deem him at least somewhat available uh, to play versus the Packers if Daniel Jones cannot go. Kyle Pitts did not practice on Thursday dealing with that hamstring injury. Amonar St. Brown did not practice for the Detroit Lions on Thursday with the ankle injury. Good news for the Lions, however, TJ Hawkinson did return to practice, as did DJ Chark. Traylon Burks did not practice Thursday. He is dealing with a toe injury. Rashad Bateman did not practice for the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday, of course, dealing with the foot injury. Dawson Knox, dealing with foot and hamstring injuries, did not practice for the Buffalo Bills. But Isaiah McKenzie is limited in practice with the concussion, and Gabe Davis logged a full participation for the Buffalo Bills. Some kicking news, because we just love talking about kickers here on this program. Jake Elliott is not expected to play Sunday versus the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, The replacement is looking like it is going to be Cameron Dicker uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. And yes, that is his name. Tyreek Hill was added to the injury report on Thursday for the Miami Dolphins. He has a quad injury. It is the uh, first sign of Tyreek Hill on an injury report this year. Um, Jake, are we concerned at all? It is interesting. He wasn't on the injury report yesterday. And usually when you see that in the NFL, it raises an eyebrow. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I don't. I, don't I mean, love I, I seeing... hope he doesn't play as a Jets fan, but with our luck, he'll go. He'll play. I don't love seeing guys popping up on injury reports on a on a Thursday. Like it's one thing if he's if it's a DNP on Wednesday and then he's eliminated on Thursday. That's one thing, but it's another thing to then show up on a Thursday. Friday will be will be. He important. was a DNP today, or was he a uh, a limited? Oh no, he he was a full. Yeah, he was a full on Wednesday, and then he but... was a li- and he was a limited today. Hmm. Yeah, he went. Imagine full, we see a DMP tomorrow. Oh, that would be Jalen, all the Jalen Waddle shares. Num, 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 num. I think he was limited today too, Jalen Waddle. Uh yes, yes, but he's looking. He's been limited for the past couple of of games. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I don't think there's any issue with uh, with Waddle, but Tyreek is is a little bit interesting. Uh, CD Lamb, another one that was added to the injury report on Thursday. He is a groin injury. Uh, we mentioned Jameis. We mentioned Michael Thomas. Keenan Allen did not practice Thursday again for the Los Angeles Chargers. It, it's interesting because out there, there's not been any reports that he had a setback. But all that I have heard, at least, is that he was looking like he was going to play last week before Friday's practice. And then after Friday's practice, it just turned out that he was not playing. So to me, yeah. to me, and based on the people that I've talked to and that I've heard from, they are saying to me that he did, in fact, have a setback. Yes, you know, we're not stupid. Right, right. And I, I don't think you need to be, you know, in, have connections or an insider or anything to kind of put two and two together. Had to. Um, if it was that bad, they would have just put him on IR after correct. week one. Correct. 
Uh, Brian Hoyer was placed on the IR, so Bailey Zappi, at the very least, will be on the sideline for the Patriots. Whether or not he will start is another thing. Mac Jones was limited in practice on Thursday. So potential, maybe that Mac Jones does suit up for the Patriots this weekend versus the Lions. Interesting one. David Montgomery logged a limited practice on Thursday, working back with that ankle injury. It's still not known whether or not Montgomery will be ready to go. But Jake, this is obviously encouraging for anybody that has David Montgomery. Yeah, tomorrow's the big day. We all know that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then finally, Zach Wilson for the New York Jets logged a full participation as he is dealing with an ankle injury, but all signs are pointing towards that he is going to be good to go. And the full participation basically confirms that. Okay. We have 24 questions this week. I asked everyone to get more than 20. And we got 24. Thank you so much. If you want to submit your questions, email links are always in the episode descriptions. Very easy to submit your questions. And we will answer all the questions. We had to sift through some. We had a lot of questions. I had to sift through some and just pick and choose the best ones. Okay, Jake. One through 24. Number 12. Just go right down the middle as he always does. Number 12. This is from Sean. Jake, where, oh, where, oh, where, oh, where is our good friend Sean from? I mean, it has to be Portland, Oregon. I think there might be more than one from Portland, Oregon, 24. There, there, there might be. There might be. But see, the problem with having Portland, Oregon as this, as this entry for number 12 is insinuating that Portland may have some problems because Sean has a league dilemma question. Wow. I don't know what kind of problems would be going on in Portland, Oregon, because to me, Portland is pristine. I'm I'm curious to hear what the dilemma is all about. Hopefully it has nothing to do with the living conditions of Portland. Never, never, ever, ever, ever. Perfect. Living conditions, perfect, next to Portland. Sean from Portland, Oregon, must must point that out. Sean from Portland has a league dilemma question. He has suggested to his commissioner about having a rule sheet after opportunities to veto trades have been denied. Trades <laughs> I mean... that have obviously <laughs> been one-sided. I, I How literally... do you approach getting your commissioner to make a rule sheet Jake, I just had the had same this discussion. Thing. You and I off air. What was it? A week or two last, ago about this uh, last so week. Jake, and you want to hear the best part about that trade? The kid that got Devontae Adams for free and TJ Hawkinson for free scored 180 points. He went from last place to now like one of the best teams in the league because of the commissioner and that stupid trade committee. That that, uh, that commissioner, that trade committee should get a cut of the winnings. Nah, yeah, he's getting an ultimatum. I'm giving the ultimatum at the end of the year. I'm like, listen, some things, including a rule sheet. Um, will change. And that's my best advice to uh, Sean from Portland, Oregon. You give the ultimatum to the commissioner. You give him two, two options. It's restructure the trade committee and make a rule sheet. So every rule, everything is in writing. Or two, we find a commissioner that will do those things if you don't have the time to do those things. Fair. And then number three, you'd leave the league. Very simple. There's a lot of fantasy managers out there 
looking for other fantasy managers, you find a different league. See, I don't understand why commissioners, I mean, if you're in redraft leagues, I think that's like one thing. And it also depends on price of said league. Like if it's under 50 bucks, I don't think you necessarily need to have one. But I think $100 or more, you need a rule sheet. I think 50, 75, 100 bucks more, you need a rule sheet. And if, you, and if you don't want to do it, and, and like we had the conversation about this said commissioner, it was, if you don't want to do it, we'll find somebody who does. It's no exactly. hard feelings. Like, we're, you know, we don't think any less of you as a human being. We don't hate you. <laughs> we just want to run like a, a real normal league. And I'm sorry, but when Devontae Adams gets traded for Deontay Johnson and waivers players, it's going to raise a stink. Agreed. And, and you know what? He goes... And his excuse was, I vetoed it because he's part of the trade committee. Well, guess what? The buck stops with you. Like, you're the leader of the league. Like, we're looking Correct. at you. If, if you don't, and he goes, I'm tired of everybody complaining. I go, okay, well, if you're tired of everybody complaining, don't be the commissioner. Yeah, it's that simple. It, yeah. It's that simple. I mean, you are judge, jury, executioner as commissioner. If you think there's a trade that is blatantly unfair, you veto it, and the entire committee says, oh, yeah, it's fine. Guess what? You can still veto it. You can still veto it. You're the commissioner. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, you're the commissioner. And you and you got to let the league, you, you got to tell the committee, you got to do something as the commissioner because you, you're running a sham of a league at that point. Like, that's what it feels like. I, I don't even like checking my roster and my team is also falling on some hard times. Like, I'm not being a sore loser. Like, I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't even feel like checking my 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 lineup every week. Like I don't even feel like trying to facilitate trades. Cause listen, I started 0 and five last year in a league and I won a championship. So it, right. it can be done. Um, it's just, I don't even feel the need to try and better my team and try because you know, what's the point? Exactly. I could have got exactly. Devonte Adams for free. Right. Right. But, but you know, what happens, you always know what happens is if, if you do it, Whoa, whoa! Oh no! If I did it, forget for that. I'd have people showing up on my doorstep right now with their pitchforks and. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly, yeah. exactly. They, they, you can't win. You can't win. But and not for nothing, Sean from Portland, Oregon. You make the rule sheet. Depending on how long you've been in the league, you make it. Simple. Oh no, that that was offered too to the commissioner because I offered to make it for the commissioner before the season started. He said no. Well, I mean, Sean, Sean from Portland, Oregon, can 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 throw that down. Be like, hey, I'll make the rules sheet. I'll send it over. Anything you want to add or subtract, feel free. I'll do the dirty work. All you have to do is just take twenty minutes of your life and add, subtract what you want. Simple. Simple. It's BS. Number 12 is gone. Number two. Number two. This is from James. James is from Blue Point, New York. James needs one. Kirk Cousins or Jared Goff? Give me Cousins. Uh, Let me check the ranks. Wow, there's one spot difference between the two. I, I have... Goff higher, but oof. God, Cousins is at home though, and it's against Chicago. Give me Cousins. 
Give me Cousins. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make that change. I'm gonna make that change. I'll put Cousins above Goff. Cousins my QB eleven. Goff my QB twelve. Voila. Okay. Give me give me Cousins. Give me Cousins. Two and twelve gone. Four. Four. This is from Patrick. Jake, where's Patrick? Beverly Hills, California. Ah, uh, it's our it's our second home with the stars. Our summer retreat. Patrick needs one, Tom Brady or Derek Carr. That's a tough one. Give me Tom Brady. I think this is a get-right game for the Buccaneers this week. Uh, give me Tom Brady as well at home versus the Falcons. Uh, I, if if it, it were Carr at home versus Kansas City, there may be another conversation to be had. But Brady at home versus Atlanta, I think this is a huge day for Mike Evans. And he historically does very, very well against Atlanta. And Chris Godwin, for that matter. Yeah. Like I said, it's a classic get right game for the Bucs. Drop over 30, win in a blowout, get everybody feeling good. Divisions wide open. Boom. Correct. Correct. And and, and by the way, for all of the uh, all the ones that are inclined to do so and can gamble responsibly, um, Julio, anytime touchdown, you're welcome in advance. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. If he plays. If he plays. Yeah, correct. But limited Thursday. So heading, heading that way. 2-4-12. Six. Six. This is from Nick. Nick is from Istanbul, Turkey. We did not have any international representation on the podcast last week, with the exception of Moscow, of course, because <laughs> those in the Kremlin are noted, noted supporters of the Basement Talk podcast. It's so, our international hub. I mean, it, 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 it is. I think it says I, I, that might say something uh, <laughs> rather concerning about the Basement Talk podcast. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they like listening. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, Nick needs two in full. Brees Hall, Rashad Penny, A.J. Dillon, Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt. Give me Hall and give me Miles Sanders. Give me Hall and give me Miles Sanders. Those are the two that I would go with. Two, four, six, twelve. Eight. Eight. This is from Alexander. Jake, where's Alexander? Lexington, Kentucky. Developmental team of the New York Knicks. Alexander, he needs three in full. Chris Olave, Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin, Drake London, Gabe Davis. Some very fantastic good options. Fantastic options. All right. So it's not Gabe Davis. Say, now forget Gabe Davis. It's not Gabe Davis. Okay. I'm so then he needs. Not, to- I'm not going to lie to you, man. Like it, it, I would, I would go with the first three names. And you sit London. I think I would, bro. Like, that's a tough matchup. It's a and very like, tough matchup. But with no Kyle the, Pitts, though, yeah. Right. That's what I was about to say. If Kyle Pitts does not play, and they're going to be blown out. I would say Chris Olave before. Dude, I'm telling you, this is the week for Terry McLaurin. And I think this is the week for Chris Godwin, too. Like, these are. Gr- I don't think you could go wrong, but let me just check. Let me check I my think, ranks. I think London has more of a chance of burning you. Than Chris Godwin or Terry McLaurin, sure, and even Chris o- and if Michael Thomas doesn't play, which what a shocker, he's not. I tried to <laughs> try telling everybody last week. Yeah, everybody thinks he's fine. Yeah, just when you think he's fine, he's not fine. Mm-hmm. It'll be a hamstring injury very soon with him. I bet. I'm sure. But anyway, um, I just think London could burn you, and I think the other guys are a little safer. So I have it. I actually have them four in a row. 
in my ranks. I have McLaurin at 20, Godwin at 21, Olave at 22, London at 23. So you're sitting London. You have to. But they're they're all fantastic plays. I don't think you can go wrong. I think in, especially in full point PPR, I believe you said. Yes, in full. I think in full, it, it even reinforces to sit London in half. I might have had a conversation of playing London over Chris Godwin. Sure. But not the case here. Two, four, six, eight, twelve are gone. Fourteen. Fourteen. This is from Hank. Hank is from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hank needs a flex in full point PPR. Romeo Dobbs, Tyler Algier, Juju Smith-Schuster, Antonio Gibson, Raheem Mostert. Give me Gibson. Give me Juju on Monday night. Give me Gibson. In full, I'll go Juju. I'm a little... But if Brian Robinson's not going to play, though. I'll still go Juju. I'll still go Juju. I like the ma- I like the matchup a lot for Gibson and the Commanders this week. Mm-hmm. I do too. I do too. I think there's gonna be a lot of points scored, but that Monday night. Yeah, but that I think that's just there's a there's a fine line. Sure, sure. I think that's chasing Monday night a little too much for me. Okay, I'll go. I'm good. I'm gonna go Juju, and then Jake will go. We'll go Gibson. I think those are two the two options though. Yeah, I I wouldn't consider much else. You wouldn't consider Dobbs? Not over Gibson or, or Juju on Monday okay. night, no. Okay. 2, 4, 6, 8, 12, 14 are gone. 16. 16. This is from Kevin. Jake, where is Kevin? Brooklyn, New York. Could be, Katie. Kevin just has a general question. And I love these. I why, love are you these. Still, why are you still a fan of the Knicks? <laughs> Kevin asks, is being a commissioner as thankless as you guys make it out to be? Kevin, the answer is fucking yes. It is yeah. the worst job in the world. It's like you can never do anything right, only wrong. Correct. And no matter what, you only do it to make your team better and quote unquote cheat, according to some people. Every commissioner is a cheater. Remember that. Yep. Every commissioner is a cheater. Everything is tilted to favor the commissioner and the commissioner is always going to win no matter what. No matter how many times you try and prove to people that on most fantasy sites nowadays, it is absolutely impossible to cheat because every fucking move that you do as a commissioner is logged. Everything. Everything. It's like, it's the most thankless job, man. Like, you know how much shit the commissioner has to do to set everything up, import rosters of offline drafts, set the scoring, make sure everybody's happy. It's like, I've turned into a babysitter at times. Yes. Yes. You have to. It's, it's like, it's, it's the worst job. It's the worst job imaginable. And you it get, unpa- and it's unpaid, unpaid free labor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is unpaid free labor. Now, what I have heard, which I think is really smart, is I know there are commissioners out there that actually take a little cut for themselves, depending on how hardcore the league is. <laughs> yeah. Which That'll I think is me. genius. You think you, you would, I, I just <clears throat> wish I could play in a league where 
maybe the the participants would leave a nice little tip for the commissioner. Oh, that would never happen. There would be there would be a snowstorm in hell before that happens. Like you, 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 like nobody has like five bucks like each just to like throw to the commissioner. Right. Like or get little... them like or get them like a thank you gift. I actually did have that one year. One year, a league of mine did actually get me a gift, and I was I was like, wow, I was like kind of taken aback. I was like, wow, that's really that's like very very nice. Yeah, but. No, no, nothing since. Nothing since. The only thing I get these days is grief. That's it. Grief and Ajita. Yeah, and uh, and Ajita. Yes. If you don't know what Ajita is, uh, get get up to date in your Italian culture. Uh, Ajita is a real thing. It's a real thing. It is. So yes, Kevin. The answer to your question: It is the most thankless job in the world. Don't do it. Everyone, stay away from it. It's terrible. Two, four, six, eight. 12, 14, 16 are gone. 18. 18. This is from Evan. Evan is from Atlanta, Georgia. Evan, he needs a defense. We never get defensive questions on this podcast. It's great. Evan needs a defense. The 49ers against the Carolina Panthers. Or the Vikings against the Chicago Bears? Good options. Give me the 49ers. Give me the Niners. Give me the Niners. Especially if your de- if your league allows uh, sacks to be scored. Yeah. 49ers. For me. 2, 4, 6, 8, 12, 14, 16, 18 are gone. 20. There's like a number that I want you to pick for my OCD. And it's fucking killing me. 20. This is from Chase. Jake, where is Chase from? Chase is from Sarasota, Florida. Chase is a new listener. Well, welcome, Chase. Welcome, welcome to the to the program. Chase is a new listener and he needs three in full. Christian Kirk, Hollywood, Chris Olave, Drake London, Brandon Cooks. Holy hell, what great options. I, th- I, I would go with the first three names. I would go with the first three names as well. Kirk, Hollywood, and all of it. Yep. Well, very good options, though. Yeah. <laughs> Can I join this league? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Please. 2, 4, 6, 8, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20. Number 10. Thank God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 10. This is from Danny. Danny is from Anchorage, Alaska. Danny needs three in half. He needs one running back and two wide receivers. Khalil Herbert, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Jamal Williams. Those are the running backs. So pick one of the running backs. Jamal. I would go with Jamal as well. And now he needs two receivers. Deontay Johnson, Amari Cooper, Curtis Samuel, Devonta Smith. Give me Cooper. Give me Devonta Smith. Oh, very interesting. I want to refer. I want to refer to the ranks on this one. Give me, give me Devonta Smith. I want to refer to the ranks. I so I have it. I have a Deontay Johnson and Devonta Smith. Yeah, I'm a little worried though with with Pickett. I think I I would want to see it first. But I'm still. I'm going to trust the ranks in this one. Go Johnson Smith for me. Fair enough. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20 are gone. 
22. 22. This is from Damien. Jake, where is Damien from? Omaha, Nebraska. Damien needs three in non. Amari Cooper, Tyler Lockett, Alan Lazard, Adam Thielen, and our good friend Brandon Ayuk. Not him. <laughs> uh, give me Lockett. Give me Lazard. I think he scores. Mm -hmm. There was one other name on there that I'm blanking on, but it sounded Amari obvious. Cooper? Amari Cooper. Thank you, sir. Um, give me Cooper, give me Lockett, and give me Lazard. Yeah, not Brandon Ayuk. No, 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 no. Thielen, Thielen is pretty close, though. Thielen is very close, but... Mm. Who would Thielen go in over if you had to choose? Brandon Ayuk. Oh, oh of the three? Out of the three. I would actually think Thielen would go in over Lockett. In I Don. would say so as well. In Don. Yeah, I would say so as well. All right, all the even numbers except for 24. Number one. Number one, this is from Tom. Jake, where is Tom from? Tom's River, New Jersey. Tom needs one. TJ Hawkinson or Tyler Higby in half? Easy. Hawkinson, ride the hot hand. Especially yep, if the hot hand, St. Brown. Especially if St. Brown does not play. Bang on. Even numbers in one, gone. Except for 24. 24 is still on the table. 23. 23, this is from Jay. Jay is from Arlington, Texas. Jay needs two and a half. Josh Jacobs, Damian, Damian Pierce, Jamal Williams, Damian Harris, James Conner. Very good options. Mm -hmm. it, may, it may come as a surprise here. Who was the first name again before Damian? Josh Pierce? Jacobs. You have to play Jacobs this week. So yeah, I would go Jacobs. Jacobs. I would go Jacobs and Jamal Williams personally. Give me uh, in in half. It's not Connor. It's not Harris. It's you not Pierce. Find... It's not Pierce either, bro. I, I don't know, man. I think people are getting a little too carried away with Pierce. Against Jacksonville, though? Even against Jacksonville. I would find a way to fit all three in, honestly. But if I choose two um, in half, let me just check my half ranks. You have to play Josh Jacobs this week. That's like not even up for interpretation, in my opinion. So in my ranks in half, I have it Jamal Williams and Josh Jacobs. So yeah, that's those, how I would go. Those are the two. Even numbers, except for 24, 1, 23. 21. 21. This is from Greg. Jake, where is Greg from? Greg is from. This is a, a, a surpriser here. Moscow, Russia. Wow. Greetings. Greetings to all those in the Kremlin. They, uh, internet, you know, don't shoot the messenger. I could tell you what. Uh, those in the Kremlin, especially Greg, may not be too happy with the options that he has on hand because he needs one pending either one of these plays. Kyle Pitts or Dawson Knox in half? Pitts ain't playing. So I'd go Knox. Knox might play. I think Knox has a better chance than Pitts does. Yeah. Is there anybody else? To, I, I, I Obviously, I don't know what the what the format is, but this is in half? All right, let me just check my half ranks. They don't season. allow waivers, by the way, in uh, the way they play in Moscow. They, you know, 
Yeah, they don't do they don't if, do waivers. If you're I struggling, there's though, no there's no help. <laughs> I would say though, Robert Tunyon, if he's out on on waivers, I know you don't do waivers in in in, in Moscow, but you might be able to make an exception here. If Robert Tunyon is out there, I would start Tunyon over Knox. I would as well. Uh, Gerald Everett, I would start over him, and then outside I would start of that, Tyler just... Conklin. Yeah, Conklin, you can make a case for it. Yeah, Conklin, you can make a case. Uh, what, what about Irv Smith? Eh. Yeah, mm. it's like it's very touchdown or busty. Tunyon, Tunyon is the one for me. I would say as well. Yeah. And and, and Conklin and Conklin. But I, I would imagine that Conklin has probably had. He's owned a lot in leagues. I haven't even checked his ownership. He is. He has forty percent ownership in ESPN, thirty nine percent in Yahoo, versus Tunyon, who is twenty two percent rostered in ESPN and thirty three percent rostered on Yahoo. So Conklin is. So is chances are Tunyon. Yeah. Yeah, chances are Tunyon is going to be the one that's out there. The ones that are available: three, five, seven, nine, eleven. 13, 15, 17, 19, 24. 19. 19. This is from Lance. Lance is from Albuquerque, New Mexico. He has a wrestling question for me. I love it. it this is this is beautiful. Lance asks, Bird, do we get a Bray Wyatt return at Extreme Rules? Well, Lance, I can tell you right now, I don't think it's going to be Bray Wyatt just showing up. I think it is probably going to be a reveal. It is probably going to be, you know, some some subtle little hits. But is is Bray Wyatt actually going to be at Extreme Rules in Philadelphia on Saturday night? No, I don't think so. Even though I would love it because I do I do love me some Bray Wyatt. He's a great great guy. Three, five, seven, nine, eleven, thirteen, fifteen, seventeen, twenty-four. Three. Three, this is from Eric. Jake, where is Eric from? From Newcastle, Delaware. Eric needs two in Superflex. Trevor Lawrence, Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater. Don't love any of those options. Trevor Lawrence is one. Lawrence, you're taking Lawrence. Honestly, give me Bridgewater over Garoppolo. I need to Uh, see it a little bit. I need to see it a little bit more from Jimmy Garoppolo. It's, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I would go Trevor Lawrence and, and Bridgewater in, in Superflex. Those who are mm-hmm. at 5, 7, 9, 11, 13, 15, 17, 24. 15. 15. This is from Trevor. Trevor is from Liverpool, England. Trevor asks, it's just a general question. Who is the one veteran running back that may lose their job based on health or performance to their supposed handcuff? I think there's an easy one for this, but. There are a couple. There are a couple. I'd say there's maybe two, honestly, bro. Um. Well, the one that the two that I'm thinking of right away are Antonio Gibson losing the job to Brian Robinson. And the other one is Ezekiel Elliott losing his job to Tony Pollard. No, those weren't even the two I was thinking of. I was thinking of Chase Edmonds losing it to Raheem Mostert mm-hmm. and and David Montgomery to Khalil Herbert. Yep, those are two good ones as well. Those are two good ones as well. So 
There, there are a ton of options for that question. So hopefully we answer, we answer that one for you. Uh, who, who asked this question? Trevor. Trevor, I apologize. 24, 17, 13, 11, 9, 7, 5. 7. 7. This is from Johnny. Jake, where's Johnny from? Charlotte, North Carolina. Johnny needs one and non in the revenge game. Dallas Goddard or Zach Ertz? More on this later, but give me Dallas Goddard. Give me Goddard as well, but very close. I do think Ertz scores. Five, nine, 11, 13, 17, 24. 17. 17. This is from Max. Max is from Marseille, France. Max needs two in half. Tyler Algier, Devin Singletary, Tony Pollard, Cam Akers. Yuck, 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 and yuck. Give me Singletary. Mm-hmm. That's the obvious one. Give me Cam Akers. To, I'm, <laughs> I'm just a sucker. Give me Cam Akers. Give me Singletary and give me... Give me Algier. Give me Akers. I mean, it can't get worse last than last week for Akers. So, yeah, Dallas defensive line is good. Dallas I know, line but it's good, and they're going up against a banged up LA LA Rams line. Micah Parsons could have a field day, and that makes me very happy. That's yeah, but that's what like the logic says. But like, I feel like it never works out that way. True. I, it, it's, <laughs> it's just like full disclosure. I do think the Rams win this game. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I give me acres, I, give me acres. I, I, but you also can't rule out that the Rams just get Cooper rushed. You can't, you can't rule it out. I mean, Cooper Rush might, you know, might keep the job at this rate. I mean, I, I mean, listen, if it were up to Jerry, Cooper Rush probably would keep said job. If honestly. Jason Garrett was still the head coach of Dallas Cowboys, Cooper Rush would be the quarterback moving forward. Hey, you know what? You know what? If Jason Garrett was still on the Giants, Cooper Rush would be the starting quarterback for the New York Giants because Jason Garrett did bring Cooper Rush with him he to did. the New York Giants. So the Giants had Cooper Rush on the roster, and Cooper Rush currently would be the best quarterback on the New York Giants. Am I wrong, Jake? I mean, the Giants got Cooper Rush themselves. I know. They got Cooper Rush themselves. They, 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 they could have prevented that. I agree. They had, they had a franchise quarterback on their roster, and they blew it. Yeah, he's gonna get. He's gonna go somewhere next year and compete for a job. I think. As he should. As yeah. he should. He's good. He's good. Rams, you're on Cooper Rush alert. Don't get Cooper rushed. Five, nine, eleven, thirteen, twenty-four. Eleven. Eleven. This is from our good friend, King Charles, the monarch himself. Jake, where is King Charles from? Yeah, he took a vacation to the beautiful and lovely home away from home, Portland, Oregon. Wow. He's wow. on vacation this week. He's writing He's writing to us from the newly found retreat in Portland. So he went from Moscow last week and took, it took his, you know, his jet all the way on over to Portland, Oregon. Listen, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta kick it back and and relax a little bit. I mean, all that 
all that monarching that that King Charles is doing. I tell you, it, 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 it's exhausting. Got to kick it back in Portland. My king just needs just needs to relax. But King Charles has a little business he needs us to conduct for him. He needs us to grade the trade. King Charles is giving Dallas Goddard and Ramondre Stevenson. This is in half, by the way. And is getting Najee Harris and Irv Smith. I think you're doing well, King Charles. Even though I don't love Najee. I like Najee a lot more than I do a Patriots running back or Dallas Goddard. And Irv Smith. Mm -hmm. Just going to have to start streaming some tight ends, but I think the trade-off is worth it right there because I think you're getting more of a rock-solid starter. You know, you know, Najee isn't quite what you drafted him to be, but you didn't draft him. So, If if I do say so myself, is it wrong of me to say that you probably could have gotten Najee for cheaper in a couple weeks after Najee goes through Buffalo this week and then Tampa next week? Potentially. And I, I'm the the timing of the deal is is really what has me intrigued, because I just don't know who's wanting to go buy Najee and then have to deal with him against Buffalo and then and then um and then Tampa. If you if you like Najee, I would wait two weeks as well. Yeah, yeah, I think things are going to get better for Najee. I do personally, but I just think I'm waiting two weeks before I'm willing to go to buy make my move. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I would do. Maybe. I King Charles, King Charles, please do not, do not send me to the gallows or anything. I think this is a fine trade. I think you've done well. I'm just saying. I think I, you could have probably gotten him for cheaper in a couple of weeks, and not to mention, you could have just started him right away instead of having to go now the next two weeks. Okay, I, I have to make a decision now. Do I play Najee against Buffalo? Do I play Najee against Tampa Bay? You could have avoided all that. And you could have just started Ramondre against Detroit, and you could have just started Dallas Goddard against Arizona. So the timing is just what what throws me for for a bit of a loop. Uh, but with that being said, you still did well. Five, nine, thirteen, twenty-four. Nine. Nine. This is from Colin. Colin is th- is from Bethesda, Maryland. Colin needs two in Superflex. Aaron Rodgers, Geno Smith, Kenny Pickett, Ryan Tannehill. Give me Aaron Rodgers and give me Geno Smith. I think I'd start Tannehill over Geno. I like it this week for Tannehill against the Commanders. Okay. 5, 13, 24. 13. 13. This is from Brian. Jake, where's Brian from? Brian is from Athens, Georgia. Brian wants us to grade the trade in half. He gives Chris Olave, Kareem Hunt, and Elijah. Give me, give me more. Who I think scores this week. <laughs> I'm begging for Brittany at this point. We, ha- we haven't had begging. her yet. We haven't had her yet. Five weeks. Five weeks since we, we made this deal. We still haven't had any Brittany. Alave, Hunt, Elijah Moore in half. He gets Cortland Sutton and Ezekiel Elliott. I like the Sutton and Ezekiel Elliott side. I do too. I think what you're giving up, though, what the other manager is getting is fine. I think so as well. But I think you win because you're getting the best player in the deal, which is probably Sutton. 
but Olave is not too far off. Uh, you, you, I will say, keep the eyes peeled for the game tonight. Yeah. When you get to see, uh, hopefully, Jerry Judy. I have to start Colton Sutton, and I have to start Russell Wilson. So I have Judy going tonight. I need, listen, Jerry Judy puts over 25 fantasy points up tonight. I might have to make a donation to whatever charities Jerry Judy is uh, attributing towards these days. Hey, Judy, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Five. You might have have to play that. You might have to play that instead of uh, Britney. I might have to. I'll I'll, I'll have to take that, just dub it over, and add add a little piano underneath, and uh, boom, we could have a nice little little track. Hey, Judy. Featuring Britney. (laughs) Uh, 13. 524. Oh, five. Five. This is from Luke. Luke is from Dublin, Ireland. Luke needs two and a half. Zeke. Tyler Algier, Jeff Wilson, Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson. You kind of cut out there a little bit. I'm sorry. What was the uh... Ezekiel Elliott, Tyler Algier, Jeff Wilson, Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson. You're starting Jeff Wilson and you're starting Zeke. Uh, Give me Jeff Wilson and give me Damian Harris in half. Over Zeke. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, in half, I have I have Zeke as my RB30. Rest of the season, who do you want more, Zeke or Alvin Kamara? Kamara. I like this game. <laughs> Zeke or Brees Hall? Brees Hall. Zeke or James Conner? Oof. Connor, but close. Zeke or Miles Sanders? Sanders. Think you'd ever say that? No, never in my life. Zeke or, you're going to love this one, Melvin Gordon. Oh, my God. Zeke. <laughs> Zeke. Just because I, 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 I see a situation where in a couple of weeks on this show, we're talking about Latavius Murray being a startable fantasy option. I he could foresee be, it. He could be the Devontae Freeman of last yep. year. Yep. He's also waiting to be signed. He, he he is, and he's waiting to just come back onto this program. He's waiting. Oh, did you see in the game, by the way? I was crying laughing. Um, I think it was 7 nothing in the game on Monday night, and the 49ers recover, uh, excuse me, fumbled the ball on the kickoff. Mm-hmm. And who reco- you saw who recovered it, right? Oh, yes, I did. None other than good buddy Marlon Mack. How can, how can we forget about him? I'm shocked that he's even on the field, that he's healthy. Meanwhile, there he was recovering a fumble. I know. I thought Shanahan reward him with just being annoying. No, it be Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson. Looks good. It looks imagine, like, imagine I, Marlon I, Mack. <laughs> oh, God. It's crazy because we've done this now two years in a row where we have a running back that comes out of San Francisco in week one that everyone's just like, oh, yeah, one week mirage, whole bit. It's entirely possible that even when Elijah Mitchell comes back, Jeff Wilson still has a hold of this job. Very possible. Yeah. Because Jeff Wilson's looked that good. 
mean, everybody thought that last year. Who got hurt for the Niners last year? Raheem. Oh, he never came back though. Raheem Mostert. Yeah, Raheem Mostert was the one that got hurt. Oh, and, and everybody thought it was going to be Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon, our good buddy. Uh, I really want to know what he did. Yeah, he must have. I don't even know. He must have really been awful. Yeah, yeah, he must have been terrible. And then finally, twenty-four. This one is from Brad. Jake, where is Brad from? Uh, Brad is from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, he, he, you know, he knows Trey Sermon. He does. He does. <laughs> and Curtis Brad Samuel. Needs, Brad needs one in full point PPR. George Kittle or David and Joku? I'm very concerned about Kittle, but I would play Kittle. I would play Kittle, and I think he scores. But I heard a very interesting stat yesterday about George Kittle. You ready for this one? Sure. So in his last 16 games, George Kittle has scored double digits half the time and has had only two games over 16 fantasy points. That's troubling. Very troubling. I think he scores in this one, though. Plays left tackle. <laughs> he does. He does get into a uh, gets, does get into a nice little three point, and uh, it it stays there. Well, that's it for the questions. Thank you so much, everyone. Twenty four questions, amazing. Okay, now it's time for our starts of the week, and let's review last week, shall we? Our starts of the week last week. <laughs> I had Tom Brady. That was good. Jake had Trevor Lawrence. If he didn't fumble four times, it would have went better. Set the record for most fumbles in a game by an individual player. BS. I didn't know it was going to rain for my in Fair. my defense too. Fair. Fair. This guy Jake Jake is no uh, Jim Cantori or anything like that. He's no he's no weatherman. Yeah. True. Um, I had Khalil Herbert. Jake had Cam Akers. Blah. Done. He just he put his he put his balls in, uh, on the table or in the wheelbarrow as Tyreek Hill said, and it didn't work out too well. I don't I don't think Cam Akers and I can be friends anymore. I don't think so either. Uh, I had Tyler Lockett, which was okay. Which was okay. Jake had Jerry Judy. That was good. Then I had Gerald Everett, which was good. And Jake had David Njoku, which would have been better if he didn't fumble. Yeah. A new week. So, a new week. And Jake, you have first pick this week. Who do you got for this, the quarterback position? One, this one, I think I've used. This might be my third time using him, but I'm going Joe Burrow on on Sunday night against the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens defense is horrible this year. Horrible. And gotcha. points will be scored. The Bengals aren't able to really run the ball this year either. Like, I don't know if you saw this, but Joe Mixon's on pace to catch 80 balls this year. Yes. Out of the did. backfield. Of course, right? Because I, I, I barely have him this year. I don't have him at all. I took Alvin Kamara over him. Mm-hmm. Kill him. Uh, Joe, Bur Joe Burrow's good chap. Yeah, give me Joe Burrow. Burrow's good chap. Uh, I'm going to double down. I'm going to say Tom Brady. Considered him as well. Uh, for the running backs, I'm going to go with Damian Pierce. 
against Jacksonville. I'm going to go with Brees Hall against the Miami Dolphins. I think he scores again this week. I hope you're right, because as a new member of the Brees Hall fan club, I would really like for him to score. Uh, receivers, who do you got? Said it yesterday, Terry McLaurin. This is the week. I like the shout. I like the shout, and I was going to put him down for mine uh, until I realized that you were going to have to pick and take him from me. Um, but I'm going to go with Chris Olave going up against the Seattle Seahawks. And then for the tight ends, we literally just talked about him. I'm going George Kittle against the Carolina Panthers. I'm going Dallas Goddard against the Arizona Cardinals, who I don't know if you've been tracking how the Arizona Cardinals have been playing against tight ends this year. Awful. Awful. I think Awful. this is a big week for Dallas Goddard in a game where points should be scored. And the Cardinals, the Cardinals, for what it's worth, were last in the league last year against tight ends. So awful the struggles against the tight end position have continued into 2022 so start to the week at the quarterback position for moi i have tom brady damian pierce chris alave and george kittle jake has joe burrow Brees hall terry mclaurin and dallas goddard jake any final words you want to say to the people any final words you want to say to portland oregon on this saturday I mean, I, I just want to hear Brittany at the end of next week's mailbag. I really want to hear Brittany at the end of next week's mailbag. So, Elijah, don't let us down. Please. I'm begging. That's going to be it for this edition of the mailbag. Week five mailbag. It's done. Everyone, please enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy week five. We will be back with you next week. Adam and I will be back for the week five review. Sunday night, I'll be in your inbox on monday i will be with you on tuesday doing the waiver show adam and i will be here on thursday doing the week six preview and then jake and i will be back on saturday for l mailbag week six mailbag live from portland oregon one day we'll do a live from portland oh it'll be the best mailbag we ever do that'll be something that'll be beautiful that'll be just, just beautiful romantic to say the least to yeah. say the least so for jake i am bird thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next one love you for bye bye